0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Thanks for being with us this morning. Going to talk a little bit more about food. We were talking groceries early in the program yesterday. We talked about food insecurity. But I want to talk about the video that was released this past week. And if you haven't seen it... You've likely heard about it. I myself avoided watching it until yesterday, which is when, uh, working at Global, I was covering a protest which took place on the grounds in front of the Lilydale plant owned by Safina Foods in Port Coquitlam. About 40 people showed up and the message was they want more accountable accountability in the industry. They want live streaming cameras to be put in all of the chicken farms and plants so that people would at any point be able to log on and see what's happening. But they also are calling on people to move to a plant-based diet, saying that that is the number one way, the best way to avoid the mistreatment of animals, to avoid cruelty to animals. Many of the people, if not all of the people, at the protest yesterday were vegan. Many holding signs saying, go vegan, and showing pictures of, say, a puppy in one and a chick in one, saying, why is one food, why is the other not? We also heard from Jeff and Jeff gear used to do undercover work. He's been in the public too much now. I don't believe he can do undercover work anymore. But he used to go undercover and he worked for Mercy for Animals, which is the group that also released the video this past week showing the alleged abuse at the various chicken farms in BC. And he talked about the fact that he was hired. To many of these places, he went to work, he was undercover, he had hidden cameras, and he said in every single place he went, there was abuse of animals. There were horrific conditions, and his goal now is to bring that story, to bring that to the public, and to try and change public opinion when it comes to meat factories, when it comes to places that process meat for human consumption. Take a listen. This is just some of what he had to say at the protest in Port Coquitlam yesterday.
0: I worked as an undercover investigator in modern farms and slaughterhouses across the country. Every facility I worked at was chosen at random and every facility revealed unimaginable suffering. In this environment, workers become desensitized and these egregious acts of abuse seem mild against the backdrop of suffering that is inherent in animal agriculture. Every time the Canadian public gets a glimpse behind the closed doors of modern farms and slaughterhouses, they're horrified. We are here today to speak on behalf of the voiceless chickens that are suffering at the hands of Lilydale, Sophina Foods, and the animal agriculture industry as a whole.
1: So I want to open up the phone lines and I want to hear from you. Have you seen the video? What response did it prompt for you? What do you think about the industry, the meat industry in general? Uh, Will it change? how you perhaps not changing to the extreme of going vegan, because it's not for everybody. And many people will argue, and rightfully so, that humans are omnivores. We have evolved that way. We have grown that way. But does it change the way you look at meat? I was at work just anecdotally yesterday, people saying they had chicken in their fridge. And after seeing the video and after hearing the stories and seeing what had happened – They didn't want to eat it. They were kind of put off. So is it again, do we see videos like this? Are we put off for a certain time and then go about our ways and return to normal? Or does it actually provoke you? Does it actually make you want to make a change when it comes to consuming meat? Does it make you want to learn more about where your meat comes from, where it was processed, how it was raised, how it was grown? I want to hear from you on this. Does anything about what we've seen in this past week change how you view the industry? Does it change what you will do as a consumer? Star 9898 on your cell phone. 604-280-9898 and 1-877-399-9898 is a free call for you. If you're a farmer, if you work in the farming industry with with uh, with um Whatever animals, whether it's with cows, whether it's with chickens, whether it's uh, with goats, whether it's, uh, well, any animal on the list. What do you think about the video? And as uh, Jeff Regeer said in that clip we just played, he went undercover and he said he saw Abuse of animals at every single place he wants. As humans, do we not care where the food comes from? Do we not care? Do we on some level know that horrific acts are taking place? And I'm not even talking about something as egregious as we saw in that video. I just mean in the what's acceptable as far as raising chickens so what's acceptable as far as livestock and and how we treat them. And I'm not suggesting all of it, but certainly we've had cases like this before. Uh, look at the dairy farmers that we saw go through the Chilliwack courts. So we now see the Crown appealing the sentences of some of those workers saying those sentences were not strict enough. They would like to see tougher sentences in that case. Has anything you've seen in the past week changed? How you look at food changed what you consume, or at least got you asking questions about this. Again, star nine eight nine eight on your cell phone six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight and one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. Let's check in with Josh. Josh, good morning. Hey. hey Joe, how you doing? Good. What are your thoughts on? Uh...
0: Uh, I, I I didn't see the video. I've, I've heard about it, and I've seen uh, you know heard about the the cows and all that jazz. I always try to keep keep up where my meat's coming from. Generally, most of my meat, I get off uh, Rio-friendly meats down on um, Hastings there. Mm-hmm. And most of their meat, I'm pretty sure all their meat, comes locally. and It's all, like, uh, well-taken care of, no pe- uh, not pesticides. Um,
1: Hormones uh, and, and antibiotics?
0: Um, yeah, none of those, uh, at least as far as I know. But I always try to keep up on it. It's difficult for me because I'm a meat eater. Um, I don't uh, like for example. I don't like them as a group. I like some of the ways that they, some of the ideas that they have, you know, better treatment of animals, so on and so forth. Uh, but their tactics and such, I just can't get behind. But they tend to make the uh, playing field, if you will, better. They tend to raise the standards. So, you know, bringing stuff like this to the forefront, like these, these folks, the, the folks with the chickens, cows, and all that jazz, they, they should be put away. Like It's a, animal abuse. Like, I'm a lover of animals. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just tend to...
1: Wait, when you say think, you know where the, the meat comes from, so when you go and purchase meat, do you ask the butcher or ask the the owner of the store how the meat was raised and where it comes from?
0: Um, I have in the past, like, like I said, I, I get most of my meat from Rio. Sometimes I get it from Costco. Sometimes I get it from, you know, where, it, where the situation, uh, you know, where, where it's best at the time. But by and large, like, when I first go to a butcher, I go, hey, where, where did the chickens come from? Or where did the answer meat here come from? So I, I, try to, I try to figure that out. But if, if I'm at Costco, I need beef. I'm going to get the beef.
1: <laughs> Not as easy to track it down, I think, in that, in that food chain. All right, Josh, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, have a good
1: one. All right, you too. Uh, we'll check in with Rochelle on the line. Rochelle, your thoughts on this?
2: Well, I, I guess I'd just like to say if you're buying meat from Costco, those animals are definitely factory farmed, and those animals have been um, raised in uh, really torturous circumstances. But um, how do you, And how do you know that? Well, just because I, I think 97% of, of um, meat produced in Canada comes from the CAFOs. Um, there's there's a, a profit motive in the industry. The industry isn't really concerned they're concerned about damage control when these types of things come forward but they're really not concerned with the care of the animals if they were um, we wouldn't see videos such as this this is not news um, to anybody that's already vegan and and involved in in the animal rights um, movement so this this footage is horrible and egregious but it's this is what people are essentially paying for when you are buying meat. Um, that's sort of the the bottom line of it. Uh,
1: do you think though? So, so the difference though in the video is, I agree with you. The video is horrible. It is very difficult to watch. But, but there are two. There's there are two in that the actions of employees which they will be dealt with there's an investigation i'm sure there's a criminal investigation and they will be dealt with much like the employees involved with the dairy farm went through the court system but then there's also the this this issue or the way that that chickens would be raised and would be would be dealt with so called normally and, and jeff Gear touched on this yesterday as well saying even take the take the abuse by the workers out of it that's the conditions themselves and i guess my question is do people People know this. People know when you're buying a $10 chicken in the grocery store, it, it wasn't, this chicken didn't live a life in a meadow and grow up on doing this, this great life. This chicken was raised in a very fast way and in a factory, but people still buy those chickens knowing that.
2: I actually don't think that most people are aware of of um, what actually happens in the industry, and I think that that the industry is very adept at keeping those things um, quiet. We have, you know, pictures of happy cows, and and you're right. Um, there's images and lots of imagery of meadows and outdoors, and this is not the reality for uh, the vast majority of these animals. The industry is interested in in um, profit. And there is not profit when you are giving the animals the the space that they need, allowing them to have their natural behaviors, all those sorts of things. Chickens in this industry, um, uh, these roaster quote-unquote chickens, they are raised and they've been genetically altered. And and I don't mean in terms of actually getting in necessarily and um, doing anything with their genes, but they've been bred to grow so quickly that their bones literally break under them as they grow and develop. And they are not having happy lives. These these birds grow so quickly and they are killed at about six weeks of age when chickens can live a number of years. So... Inherent in the industry, and that's just chickens. We're not even talking about what happens with pigs and in gestation crates, and you know their babies stolen from them, and their babies sumped on the concrete if they're runts, and um, you know tails cut and ears cut and castrated, all without pain relief. These are standard industry practices. Chickens, legally, birds in the industry have no protections legally. Um, animals can legally. Be boiled alive at the slaughterhouse in the scalding tanks. Um, it's not their goal. Um, they're wanting them to be have bled out as they're you know hanging from, from their ankles. Their throats are slit and they bleed out, and then they hit the scalding tanks. But many of them are still alive before the scalding tanks. Um, chickens, pigs. So <laughs> violence is inherent in a violent industry, and the people that love and care about animals of course are are not gravitating to this industry because it's very difficult. It's, it's, you know, bringing in people that want to harm animals. Now that is not to say for one second that everybody that works in this industry um, has these violent tendencies. That's not at all what I'm saying and in fact many people that work in the industry have become so desensitized and also traumatized by it because we are all raised to well most of us anyway to want to love animals, to want to care for them and this is a very dirty business. It's it's such a dirty business that the industry has a difficult time hiring Canadians and this is a big function of the temporary foreign worker program so they bring people in from overseas and let them be traumatized at, at these low wages so this, the whole industry is layers and layers of horrific that the public is just not aware of, and and I get it because I didn't want to know about it either. All right. I haven't. I, I used to eat animals as well, so I get it. It's difficult, but. No All right, either, Rochelle,
1: we'll have decision. to leave it there because I do want to get to the other callers on the line, but I appreciate uh, you calling in and making thank those you, points. Thank That's you so much. Thank
2: you for coming out yesterday.
1: All right, thanks again. Uh, that is Rochelle. I met Rochelle uh, at the protest yesterday. We'll take one more quick call before we take a break, and Dave is on the line. Dave, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, hi, Jill. Um, I just, I got a lot of contempt for these fast food chains, and I hope some of them are listening, um, that go and they show happy cows on a farm and how they raise things without hormones and all that stuff and what they really should do if they had any guts is they should show those same cows getting dragged up a ramp stunned having their throats cut hung from their feet and gutted a lot of times when they're still conscious and maybe even if that would stop a few people from eating all these greasy gross hamburgers that might uh, help some people out but i just i have no respect for them for trying to push this smoke and mirrors on us
1: All right, Dave, thanks for the phone call. We need to take a break. We will continue with your calls. My question to you this morning is, if you've seen the video, you know what's on it. You've likely heard about the video, even if you haven't seen it, talking about the the undercover video from Mercy for Animals that takes a look at several chicken farms in BC. Does it change the way you look At the food industry, does it change your choices when you go to the grocery store? Does it make you think more about the industry and about eating meat? We will continue with your phone calls. The open line is open, star 9898 one six or six oh four two eight oh ninety eight ninety eight and one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. More of your calls after this. Phone lines are open star nine eight nine eight on your cell phone 604-280-9898. and 1-877-399-9898 is a free call for you. Asking after this past week where we saw the video of alleged abuse of chickens at various farms by a company that was contracted to catch the chickens to bring them to processing plants If that video has sparked a conversation or changed the way you think about the food chain, food supply, and if you're a meat eater, where you get your food. Yesterday, out front of the Lilydale plant in Port Coquitlam, there was a protest of about 100 people. Some of the signs saying, stop eating animals, stop the slaughter, honk to show compassion for chickens – end cruelty, go vegan, and I want to get your take on this. Has it changed anything about how you think about our food chain and supply? Chris is on the line. Chris, good morning.
0: Uh, Morning. What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, my thoughts are I understand these activists, um, they want to prevent animal abuse, and I'm all for that. But for them to ask people to not eat meat entirely, is totally unrealistic people in this country haven't gone hungry enough long enough um to realize that we can't even feed the world with meat and vegetables let alone only vegetables
1: well i i I don't think that's true i think we it's a, a problem of supply perhaps but there's certainly there is enough food to feed the world it just might not be getting to the places it needs to get
0: Yeah, I know. But with meat also, I mean, if we can't do that with meat and vegetables, how are we going to supply the world with only vegetables?
1: All right, Chris, thanks for the phone call. Uh, Nadine is on the line. Nadine, your thoughts?
2: Hi there. Um, I was one of the protesters yesterday at Lilydale. And I just wanted to say thank you for covering the um, cruelty case. And it's great that people are thinking about who they're eating and um, what their values are and what might change in the future. And, and are you vegan? I am vegan, yes. Be-
1: because th- one of the complaints I often hear or the concerns is that people who are vegan are so militant about it and adamant about it, almost, you know, pressuring people to take on that lifestyle.
2: Right. So um, I do think that um, it's obviously your choice what you do. But um, if you look at your values and you um, think about who you're eating, then perhaps vegan might be something that you want to try. Um, There's so many ways that you can approach it, whether it be Meatless Monday, um, eating vegan before 6 p.m., cutting out one product at a time. But if vegan's your end goal, that's a great start.
1: All right, Nadine, thanks. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, We have time for one more call. Holly, last word goes to you. Your thoughts on this?
2: Well, I don't think you have to go to the extreme of becoming a vegan. And I understand uh, why that would be promoted with the horror stories we're hearing. But I think people have to stop buying the mass-produced food in the big grocery stores and watching where they're buying their food from and knowing where the food is coming from. Willie Dale, uh, Saputo was in the news about a year ago, I think, with the dairy farm abuse. Saputo is also in the news again now with these chickens. So don't buy from these companies that have these major production companies or big houses of, of slaughtering animals. Buy of your smaller organic uh, farms around and know where your food is coming from and I think that's where we have to start going to and not and and quit eating fast food is another caller all right and just knowing where your food comes from
1: all right holly thank you uh, for that it, it is good advice knowing where your food comes from uh, i have cousins uh, they raise animals they raise pigs uh, i hand fed the pigs apples all last summer those pigs led very good lives until they didn't but uh, exactly people buying that meat they know exactly where it's coming from and what kind of a life that pig had you can still join the conversation jay bennett at cknw.com i'll share some more of your comments in the final hour after the ni- news to nine o'clock we are going to talk bc paul that's next
0: vancouver's news vancouver's talk this is news talk 980 cknw